Oh, uh, yeah, wait, well, hold on. Uh, welcome to Mr. Cack and me. It's Mr. Cack, Chris, and this is Ricky. We're like, are we pro? We're, 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 we're back. Uh, this is probably another week, I think, uh, of, of episode, and Rick's back. Oh, yeah. Uh, last week, or the week before that, or whenever Ricky's episode came out, um, we went off on some tangents, so we'll see uh, how this week goes. <laughs> but yeah, now, and now that you mention it, like, now that you mention it, bananas actually was a government push thing too. Like <laughs> the, the, I don't want to get back into bananas. <laughs> I can't you know do the it to myself. Bananas, like the one I showed you today. The, that like, was a the big one. Like that was a banana. big banana that has seeds in it. Well, you would think that something that big seeds. should have some seeds in it. <laughs> big old, two big old seeds for you. <laughs> yeah, so we had that, uh, that was part of our, one of our classes in culinary school was talking about what bananas used to be. I can't, and I can't. let's I can't. say with like heirloom tomatoes. Okay, yeah. And tomatoes, and then there's beef eaters, and then there's beef masters, and then there's whatever, like umpteen different kinds of tomato. Man eaters. They're all the same. Attack of the killer tomatoes. Yeah, I know. I, I got you. Right. <laughs> Feed me, Maurice. <laughs> Feed me, Seymour. <laughs> Dude, Little Shop of Horrors is an unsung gem out there. If you haven't seen Little Shop of Horrors, well, I hate you. I guess. <laughs> I don't know what else you want from me. Was that his last? Was that his last film? Rick Moranis. Um, no, it was. Uh, I think the. No, it was uh, the third, I think it was like the third, whichever one was his last, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. That was his last, his last film, I believe. Oh, Honey, I Blew Up the Baby. <laughs> honey, I morphed honey, the, I us <laughs> Honey, I bred the dog with an elephant. Like, I don't know. I don't know, man. There's a bunch yeah. of them out there. I don't know. It's super sad. I think, yeah. I'm hoping he makes like a surprise, like he's already said he's not, or people have already said he's not, but I'm hoping he makes a surprise cameo in Ghostbusters Afterlife, which is coming out November 19th. <laughs> Go see it. <laughs> I like Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Kind of creepy. <laughs> well, you know, I don't know. Sex sells, Rick. I don't know what to tell you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll never tell. <laughs> <laughs> There's no video proof of this, <laughs> or is there? Like, <laughs> Murphy, just a uh, just like yeah. Keith Keith Morrison just to appear one day and just like, but there was, and we'll see it. <laughs> oh, Keith, you creepy dude! <laughs> I don't know why so many of our girl friends happen to like Keith Morrison. I don't feel attracted to him, but I think there is like this weird like I don't know. He's kind of a creepy looking dude, and he's all obsessed with death. But its voice is kind of interesting. Like Tristan Trevor, love, love some Keith Morrison. Like, uh, yeah, the old dude. Taken looking motherfucker. Yes, the old dude. Yep. Yeah, oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. People like, man, like that. People like that. What the? F I mean, he's reporting. Oh my like, God. Like, I guess, I guess there's like some weird. I guess if you want to like go the psychology route of it, like maybe there's some at, at, at fixing, like at fixing the whole fact that like. Well, I probably died mysteriously. Keith Morrison is reporting on it, so he's acknowledging me, senpai. Acknowledge me, daddy. He's like the like the OG like, like simp. <laughs> he's like, I will, I will obey you even after you're dead. You've dropped your you've dropped your crown, queen. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love how that like 
we talked about, I think we talked about last time, didn't we? We talked about somebody's wife or somebody's husband. And I was just like, man, what the fuck is wrong with us? Like, or what the fuck's wrong with me? You're happily married. Sorry. You're happily married. Well, you got like six kids now. Reno's married. Reno is and married. James Tillard's married. And James Tillard has a kid. spooning over the fucking, oh my God. He's got a kid on the way. Oh. Got a bun in that oven. Not his oven. See? Her oven. Well, see, that's <laughs> what happens when you get rid of Facebook. You lose, you lose track of everybody. That guy, that guy is in a fantasy football league with me, and he won the league last year, and I am still upset to this day. And, and I've made it my soul, like, I'm just going to quietly try to win this league, and then after it's happened, I am going to rain hellfire down on Jamesy. He'll get, like, a picture of my taint. He'll get a picture of my foot. He'll get a picture of my foot and taint spliced together. Uh, like, I am just going to send him... Like, he'll be sitting there, like, thinking he's getting a Christmas card because now he's got a kid and he's a family man, and it's just like... Is that Cax taint with his like with a picture of like Hillary Clinton's face in there? Yeah, it is. Merry Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of your butthole, it's just her face. <laughs> she's she's inside of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, secret- Hillary, we know you're listening. We know you're listening. Uh, <laughs> we're sorry. We're sorry. Don't kill us. Please don't kill us. <laughs> but the boys were wrong. Hillary did kill them. <laughs> <laughs> we made Dateline! Yay! Oh. That's what it is. They we like Dateline. Dateline. Yeah. Man, we are so, like, we're in just, like, a weird, true crime, like, absorbed world right now. There's a there's a show on Hulu called Only Murders in the Building. It stars Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. And they're basically these people who, wit- not witness, a murder takes place in their apartment complex, and they are listening to true crime podcasts, so now they want to make their own true crime podcast about the crime that truly happened in their apartment. Um, and while this, while I'm watching this show, which is actually pretty interesting, um, there's that whole Gabby, whatever, I forget her last name, that whole thing going on right now, and it's just like, man, like, it's so, like, we're just obsessed as a society about, like, this uh, fixation to death. Dude, he's like... That dude is like straight MIA. Like they they knew that he went to like he drove back to Florida, but then all her all trails account was saying like looking up trails in like uh Peru no not Peru. Costa Rica Costa or some Rica. shit. Yeah. Like I use all trails. It's the craziest thing, like van life, traveling, doing the hiking shit, and mm-hmm. then like them talking about all her all trails account. And I was like, Oh my god, I have all trails. No man, that's that's crazy. And then you release they released the the uh, cam footage of like, like the domestic disturbance that they, they the when they got pulled over because, because they're like basically the fighting in the vehicle. Podcast. Yeah, there's like yeah, TikTok yeah, yeah. also has a big yeah. a, array of 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 stuff following this story, and I am fascinated. Because out of everything, so I've seen a couple of the true crime stuff. Like, there's one on Netflix that me and um, Stephanie really like to watch, or we're really enjoying watching. And it had like this family who didn't have any faith in the police, so they took it upon themselves to like create their own Zanga page and try to catfish this gang oh, into giving. Why did, de- uh, You've seen that too? That was actually super interesting. Because yeah. by like episode three, you find. Oh, the reason the family didn't want the police included is because the family is a bit, <laughs> a bit shady. <laughs> but no, that, that yeah, yeah. Well, but like, I, yeah, I kind of, I kind of did math. I kind of did math. <laughs> like, oh, wow, I did math. 
I did meth, but I never did I anything against the law. <laughs> but like, it's crazy because I think social media actually probably helped. I think it also hurts in a grand scheme of things because a lot of stuff's getting thrown out there and a lot of misinformation and people getting fired up about, well, why aren't the cops listening to what this TikToker said? They got all the clues and evidence right there. But like, the person that just so, just suddenly, just so happened to have footage of them parked at this park and they have like Brian on film, like they're just driving by and happen to videotape the van at this location and that's the exact location where they find her body. Like, there, I, I would feel strongly that they wouldn't have came upon that body this quickly had that footage not existed and those people threw it out there into social media. Mm -hmm. But like that's just so fascinating. Absolutely. That's such a fascinating thing to think about. It's terrifying that I mean, we have that much of our life documented. But <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing. Like you look at the UK. Like how many active cameras are going on in the UK? Like you know, several billion. Like yeah. just when they're they're weird, like security thing with the the police and whatever they call themselves. Um, I was watching a documentary about them, and it's like the like the little moped gangs, like because they don't have guns. But the little moped gang will come and, like, stick you up with knives and steal all your shit. And then they're, like, night vision and heat-seeking, like, these mopeds. And they're just, like, scooting through the city. But it's the same thing here. Like, everybody's got their phone out. Everybody's recording. Everybody's got something going on. And it's, it, yeah, like that. It's insane that a body's found because of a TikTok person. Yeah. I mean, not, not because of a TikTok person, but... Wow. But it probably greatly helped them, like, think of, oh, like... Like, see location, like, well, okay, maybe that's a location we should go and, and search or drag. Um, and, like, yeah, no, that's that's wild. Because, listen, uh, that's probably the most terrifying thing. Because when, before they found the body, my conversation when, like, my wife would talk about this stuff. Because she, she was seeing a lot of it pop up on her social media. I was just like, listen, even if they talk to that guy, without a body, it doesn't matter. Like, they're never going to, unless he just has a, like, crisis of conscience and wants to admit that he did it, like... Without a body, you're basically just hoping that he commits another crime and you can bust him for that and then maybe he'll break later to try to get some kind of lenience. But, like, now there's a body. Now him running becomes, okay, it was suspicious before, but now it becomes prime suspect suspicious. Like, there's, there's a change in the whole narrative of everything. But, like, I don't think they find the body that fast had there not been just some random person driving by... Well, this is my phone. I like to record everything. <laughs> I hope this helps solve a crime someday. <laughs> it's kind of creepy when you think yeah, about it. This guy thing. just like, walking around recording. It is. Um, and then they had a one of the van life things that I follow on Instagram. Um, like a two or three days later, they had an article posted like how to spot domestic abuse oh. and like what to do and how, who to call and where to hide and blah, 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 blah. And then like off of that, somebody did like took a picture of some uh, menu in a woman's bathroom, like the shots that you can order, like the uh -huh. angel shot and all that shit. Um, and I mean, it is, it's, it's super crazy that that's prevalent in our society anyway. Yeah. But especially you take a, a cup like that, that's totally doing all the shit or like, Hell, the brewery I worked at was, like, right on the PCT, and, like, how many hikers do the PCT, and how many hikers are creepy dudes, and how many hikers are creepy ladies? No. Like, there's nothing to say that there is abuse, and, I mean, who yeah. are you going to call when you're, like, 
on the PCT. You're 50 miles from anywhere, and you've been hiking for... Yeah, I mean, and the reality is this. I've done a lot of, like, crisis and risk management type of trainings. And, like, we're our default setting is to not want to involve ourselves in a situation that's happening with someone else. Like, I know that doesn't sound great, and I know we all want to be good Samaritans. But, like, our default mode is, like, well... I don't want to be a part of this. I'll just pretend it's over. I'm over here. I'm doing. Th I'm running as fast as I can to not be here. But like, yeah. So, like, kudos for people that are like coming up with like ways to help mitigate uh, some of this. The thing that's gonna upset me is that they're eventually gonna catch this guy. Or the more frustrating thing is he'll probably take his own life. The coward. Um, but like, even if they do catch him and he and he admits to it, the thing that always upsets me with all of these things. Is that the reason, the rationale, if, if it's ever given from someone that does something this heinous, it's never a fulfilling answer. It's like, you snuffed out a life because she talked too much? Like, dude, we all deal with some shit. I haven't killed anyone. Like, why, like what gave you this god complex that you can take a life, you self-absorbed asshole? Like, uh, we didn't get along. Well, then leave her, you turd. Like, what? I don't, I just, I don't get it. This is just, it, it frustrates me that someone does something that, that egregious for no reason. And not saying that I need to re, like, I'm not saying that I'm asking for people to have reasons to, to take lives. It's just, like, it's just so stupid. She's like, well, my marriage wasn't happy. Okay, great. Neither is the neighbors. But you know what? They either stayed together till the kids graduated, or they left each other because it's, the modern day, right? You're not bound by marriage for all of eternity like it was back in the olden days where a king had to be like, well, I guess I'm just going to start chopping off people's head until we decide divorce is cool. Like, we're not in that time. Don't act like an a-hole. It's just, I don't know. It frustrates me. doesn't have to be a guy either. It could be a girl. Anyone that well, takes no, anyone's it's, it's life. Super crazy. Continue. I mean, think about this. Like, what would be a like, slap in the face? Like, if you're out at some safer and you're like, fuck you, bitch, and you threw her shit out and you took off. Oh. Like, that would cause her more anxiety and more bullshit and more trauma than anything else you could do. But you, yeah, you decide that you need to end her life because, like you said, like, it's going to be some bullshit reason. Mm -hmm. Uh, we just weren't happy together. Well, cry me a freaking river, you piece of crap, dude. Like, oh, we're not happy together. Okay, great. Doesn't mean you have to kill someone. You, I mean, I just, I... It's just yeah, gonna, right. it's gonna bother me, but he'll probably be, if he does, if he doesn't take his own life before all this, and he actually gets caught, and, like, he has to come to it, he'll probably never admit, I loved her, I loved her, I loved her the day, shut up! Someone needs to slap that man. Even if he didn't do it. Yeah. Someone needs to slap no, that man. Be, it'll be something, it'll be something crazy like that. Like, it's just, he's just gonna be a super coward about it. <sighs> um, I was watching a thing last night, and it was this lady in, like, 2015, 2017, uh -huh. 18. Something. Um, she was dating this guy. They were traveling. They're like look kind of nomad-ish, whatever. Alcoholics, both out of recovery, and she killed him. Like she choked him out, and then like smothered him, and he died. And she, you know, admitted to it. They had her in the interrogation room, and then finally she just said it. She was like, "Yeah, maybe, you know, maybe I just really wanted to like take someone's life with my bare hands." Ugh. Ugh. What the fuck? Yeah, but her I, story was like, well, he want he wanted he wanted me to do it. He wanted to die. He was unhappy. Okay, okay. I'm sure yeah, he thought. Know. I'm sure he sat down. And was like, you know what would be great? 
being killed in one of the most slow and painful ways possible. Gasping for air while my brain like slowly, you know, overrides out and I, I'm still conscious through all this crap. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure he really like whatever. Yeah, man. That so I like watching the true crime stuff, but the level of like upset I get once we get to the end of the journey, it's just like we went through all this. All these people have told us their impact stories, and this pickled turd gets up on stage and he's just like, or she, he, she doesn't matter, whoever gets up on stage like, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I'm sorry. Uh, okay, all right, like I, you know, whatever. I wish there was. I don't know. I'm at this point in time. I just hope that karma is a real thing. Is is all I hope. I hope. I hope the universe has great and glorious plans for everyone uh, that does something that egregious. Uh, and yes, uh, welcome to you know, Mr. Cack and me. I I will take my stand against against people that murder other people. Like uh, this this isn't a murder friendly show. I guess is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. Anything anything yeah, that you, you really want to talk murder. about, buddy? I think. Anything that's okay? Just... Let's talk about. Uh-huh. I've listened to you guys talk before, and I, I wanted, I wanted to like murder, not your face, maybe Reno's face. I just said we're not a pro murder show. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> sorry. What? I'm not. I'm not pro murder, <laughs> but I'm just saying I wanted to. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Man, what was it? We were. T- you guys were talking about like, like. So I know we have gone tailgating. Uh huh. With the fabulous Trevor. Uh, and that crew. Uh, so, and, and in the spirit of Arkansas actually winning some freaking football games. Yeah. Uh, knock on wood. What is your go-to tailgate grub? Because I know you don't drink, so I wouldn't say what's your go-to drink because I know you would say like Zima or something. <laughs> Listen, if if people could just like whip <laughs> out a, a party a party mojito, I'd be jamming. Cause I don't, I, so I'll drink beer, right? I'll drink beer. I just don't go out of my way to drink alcohol really anymore. I'm getting fat and dying from sugar and caffeine. So like I try to mitigate, I'm not baiting enough right now to to fully, to fully mitigate all the caffeine and sugar I'm intaking, but I'm trying, I'm trying. Um, but like, okay. So I guess it depends, right? Because tailgating foods really are dependent upon the tailgating party that you lumber into. Like now, if there's someone like whose sole purpose of tailgating was enjoyable food, ooh, now that that becomes a great question because like Wilson, Wilson's mom used to make this stuff called shakaroni and cheese, which is just macaroni and cheese with like shrimp in it. Yeah, but I love it. I love it. It's just it's it's cheese. It's a carb. It's seafood. It feels fancy, but it's just fattening as all crap, and I love it. I love it. But like I don't know. I think. Uh, Maybe like maybe like a brat or like a smoked sausage, like some some big hearty meaty thing that I can just bite into. Wings feels like a cheap and easy answer, but I'm not ever going to be satisfied just eating wings. But like I don't know, give me a big old kielbasa. But like listen, oh, okay, a lot of, okay. a lot of the a lot of the friends that we do stuff with, like their thing is like, all right, here's some hot dogs. We didn't boil them or cook them or anything. Like you can just eat them out of a can, and here's some beans. Like, all right, good luck. Here's some Ritz crackers. Enjoy. Because most of our friends I've ever tailgated with, their sole focus wasn't the enjoyment of the atmosphere. It was, shots, 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 shots. We're drunk! (laughs) 
which is fine. Like if that's if that is your yeah, if that I is your intention behind it, do it. Do that. Do that. Yeah, I went to a I went to a Dallas game and, and I think I honestly I, that is kind of the the difference though. Like college to tailgating, I think is it's like two different worlds. Yeah. So I remember pulling up in front of Dallas Stadium and there were like mini kitchens. Yeah. And then you could just see like guys building a fucking taco bar. And yes. I'm like it's like fucking Benny Hanna's over here. Like oh yeah, like uh, like I'm uh, waiting for to like push the fucking. <laughs> there's like a uh, I've seen someone with like a like big little fucking volcano with like the big skillet topper uh, for their grill, and they basically made it was like it was like some hash browned potatoes, pepper onion mixture, and then a meat. I forget if it was like chicken or if it was just like straight up some kind of sausage, but like something like that where you're basically just making me a nice hearty warm skillet potatoes some 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 nice grilled up veggies and, and then a meat like man like especially when football season gets a little bit colder oh god that just oh you've you've now given me comfort and warmth you have me like i'm your big fuzzy teddy bear for the rest of the night but yes unfortunately college tailgates aren't necessarily that way unless you're tailgating with parents or like <laughs> We're the we're the established alum of the university please come over here and enjoy this Steak. It's like, all right, cool. Or I can go over here next to the trash can with the yeah, with the yeah, twenty yeah. year olds uh, and bong beers up our butts. Like, whatever. Like, it's just whatever. It's whatever you want to do. <laughs> okay, so you're like more homey comfort, yeah, warm food. Casey, yeah, Casey had a lot of Casey. The Kansas City Chiefs tailgates do have a lot of the. All right, this is basically a taco bar, and that. That in my heart, yeah. I feel like makes me want to be a Kansas City Chiefs fan for the rest of my life. But it's bandwagon, so I'm not jumping on it. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I've uh, I, I was talking to a group here, and we're we're talking about going down to Eugene and doing some tailgates, and um, and then it was always like somebody's asking like, well, how much are the the game tickets? I'm like, you don't go in the game. game. Like, I'm just, <laughs> I just want to sit in the yeah. yeah. I no, hang out and like, cook food. Yeah, though there are people that make a living going to stadiums, never actually potentially going into the stadium, but they'll have their TV, they'll have their tent, they'll have lawn chairs for friends of people they don't even know will be their friends, and they just make an absurd amount of food, and it's just a party until the game gets bad and they can duck out of traffic first. Yeah, 100%. 125%. Um, shit, I think the last tailgate me and you went to was Trevor's. Uh-huh. And we hung out there for a bit and then ended up at, jeez, I don't know, some bar. And we were just getting routed by LSU and we, yep. went, we went home. Yep. Yeah. Which, which does happen. It does happen. Good old Have you seen the football schedule for next year? <laughs> it's, the, it's the weirdest looking football schedule I've ever seen for the Razorbacks. So we play Cincinnati. Uh, we play Cincinnati. We play BYU. We play Missouri State. And we play Liberty. So we have Hugh Freeze dying on his deathbed coaching Liberty. We have um, Cincinnati, which would probably be a ranked team in non-conference. It's like our first game. We have BYU, which will also probably be another yeah. ranked opponent. And then Missouri State may not sound threatening or interesting at this point in time because they play schools like UCA. But do you happen to know who the, the football coach is at Missouri State, Richard? I do not. This man rode a motorcycle with a hot blonde on the back that was not his wife while coaching at the oh, University of yeah. Arkansas. 
<laughs> Bobby, Bobby Petrino. Petrino. Bobby Petrino, as of right now, is the head coach of Missouri State. He may, you know, worm his way into another coaching job. Uh, I know he's kind of came out on record saying that he's paying his penance for his his miserable life at Missouri State, so he'll probably coach there forever. Uh, but we all know that's a lie. He yeah. he'll 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 get out of there the first chance he gets and uh, blow it at whatever school that is. But yeah, Bobby Petrino will be back on the hill next year, week three. Uh, week three, get ready. And since the Cincinnati game is like one of the first games, I, but like if 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 Arkansas is going to make some waves next next year, we don't we don't play we don't play necessarily any of the hard East teams either. Uh, we don't have Georgia, which is a blessing because we've played them like three years in a row. It feels like, but it's like I think it's like South Carolina yeah. again. So like we could we if we were able to win, you know, at least six games next year. That means we've probably beaten three ranked opponents to get there, which feels so fascinating. We're in such a fascinating time. Like, if we're going to strike the iron, next season is the season to strike that iron while it's hot, which means something horrific is going to happen. I'm just bracing what for do you, it. What, what do you predict? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think is going to happen this year? Do you think they're <clears throat> they're on a roll, or we just get lucky and we just skunk two JV teams? Yeah.